You're listening to the Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. Flip open your Bible. I love this. Proverbs 18, 24 is where we're going to start today. You know, I want to talk about the love of God, and there's so much, you know, talk about the love of God right now. There's a wonderful song on the radio about it. I love it every day I listen to it. And um, But, you know, some some churches are called the agape this and the love church that and the grace this and the by faith that. And we're all circled up into these little circles. And some people are so far off in the love lane. You know, I, I think it's wonderful. And maybe, maybe they're not wrong because God's love, it, we can't understand it we, we can try you know there we can we can barely get a glimpse of it on this side of heaven but we're gonna go there tonight we're gonna at least touch this tonight it says a man that hath friends must show himself friendly and there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother listen to another translation it says a man of many companions may come to ruin but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother ain't you glad tonight you got a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Closer than a brother. I've got somebody walking with me that sticks closer than a brother. On my best day and on my worst day, God is still God and he is still my king and he is still my... This says he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. No, 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 no. I didn't earn it. I didn't pay for it. I couldn't put a certain amount of check in the offering and earn I couldn't do enough deeds. I can't deliver enough 18 I can't earn it. But when I received Jesus... It came along with all of these benefits that I wasn't even expecting. Like, uh, I don't know, you know, peace that surpasses all understanding and every situation when you're walking through hell in the middle of the midnight hour. And God is carrying you. When you wind up in a situation you never thought you would be in. Oh, we even judged others for it. But here we found ourselves. But guess what? God is there with you tonight. You have not gotten so far. The Bible says that his hand is not shortened, that he can't reach down and pull you out tonight. Don't you love that? We can't go too far from God. We can't go too far. Oh, you know what? I've even ran from him. I can tell you. I can run. I've run from God. I've done it. I was crazy enough to do that. And you know what? But 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 I found out that, you know, geography is nothing to go. Because see, I went north to New York City. Then I went south to Indianapolis. Then I went south to Houston, Texas. Then I went north to Kentucky and I was running all over the place. But you know what? I found out I thought I was running from God and I I, I, I what and because he was well, everywhere I ended up there he was but you know who I was running really running from me I was running from myself because it was I thought somehow in my life that it was easier to run from myself than to deal with these things on the inside of me come on I'm preaching to somebody it, how often is it it's, it's easier to run away from these things than to deal with these things you see, I would have got, that's funny because I was on trains, planes, and automobiles, but I would have got a whole lot further, listen to me, I would have got a whole lot further like this. 
Oh, I would have made it a whole lot further because you know what? I was in my bedroom praying, Lord, should I move to New York City? Should I not? And some of y'all heard this story before, but I was I was praying, God, I really want to do this. I want to do this. This is my dream. I want to do it, you know. And sometimes we're, we ain't praying to, Lord, like, uh, you know, get God's opinion or approval. We're praying to try to make him do things we want to do. We're trying for, to, we want him to make a way where there seems to be no way in the way that we want to go. But the way when he makes a way, it's the way that he wants to go. How many have found that out? And, and listen to me, the children of Israel. If you have to take, you know, all these years to go an 11-day journey around one mountain in the desert, he'll let you. He'll let you do it. Why? Because he loves you enough to steal after all your craziness. I love it with God. There's not a plan B. There's a plan A. Plan A is it. Come on, Jonah. Come on, Jonah. If he calls you to Nineveh, you're going. You might as well get in your car and drive straight to Nineveh. Otherwise, he can uh, he can prepare an Uber for you by way of a whale. Your Uber is here. Oh. <laughs> My goodness. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. My God is. And that's so good. Because you know what? I've learned this. This is funny. The older I get, the less friends I have. And the less friends I have, the more I'm okay with having less friends. And I mean that against nobody. But you know what? I value different things now than I used to value before. I used to value big circles around me because it made me look cool. And I used to value, you know, uh, I don't know, whatever else this world tells us to value. But when I finally learned out that, that man, these people wasn't for me. They are talking about me. They are back by. Some of them think I don't deserve what I've gotten. They're trying to get it from me. Some of them's praying for God to give them what I have and push me out of the way. Woo, you better watch who you hanging around. Because not everybody who sits at your table, Judas, is not for you. And you see, I'd rather have two or three that are for me than 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 70 or whatever that are out there doing who knows what you know and I this is funny because I got uh, you know I got one of them little blue check marks on Facebook recently apparently that means you're somebody and um but it's, it's, it's ironic because out of the thousands and thousands of people on Facebook I thought you know it's funny because I really don't have that many friends <laughs> not real ones yeah I may have followers, but if they're following me, good Lord, you need to be following Jesus. That's who you need to be following. I hope you hooked up on this page for the right reason. If it was to come see me, uh, you've done missed it because I, I would just tell you now, I'm going to lead you probably in a ditch because we all fall short. All of us, every one of us fall short. Don't give me followers. I need Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Come on, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. We ask and pray for houses and cars and jobs, promotions and all this stuff. But Lord, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Give me Jesus. I don't need anything else because when I have the one who has it all, my God supplies all my, all my needs according to what? According to his Get this, according to his riches in glory. 
And I'll leave that alone. But according to his riches in glory. How many of you has ever been to a demonstration? Anybody ever been to a rally? I, I don't get too political. I really don't. But um, you know, have you ever been to a rally or a demonstration about something? Have you ever had one of them signs up marching around talking about we want more or we want less or nah, who knows? You know, the, sometimes you don't even know what these people are yelling. They're just mad. And so, but demonstrations happen because people get passionate about something and and then i really wish the church would have more demonstrations more demonstrations of love and more demonstrations of hey this is who christ is and more demonstrations of i'm good and I'm, I'm getting my trailer fixed out here y'all about i'm going mobile i'm going mobile get, i had a flat tire but i'm getting ready to go mobile i got me a flat trailer i'm gonna hook it up behind my suv you gonna see me around town i'm going mobile i don't need no you know we don't need no fancy lights or nothing i'm going mobile on the back of my my little uh four wheel trailer out there you're gonna see me we're gonna have a speaker and uh, i'm proclaiming the name of Jesus because i thought you know people can demonstrate over all these things and you know they were burning buildings they were burning cars they were shooting people they were making district baby i'm about to make a district for jesus i'm shutting down the road this is the district for jesus over here like it or lump it come on in but you know what the difference between this the, this district is come on in we'll take you as you are you don't have to be a with that one or this one you just got to be affiliated with him and that's the best part a demonstration signs screaming picketing chanting rallies showing up for something you believe in turn over to Romans 5 8 listen to this it says but God what demonstrates God demonstrates his own love toward us whew, in that while we were still yet sinners, Christ died for everybody else. For all the iguanas. No, he died for us. He died for you tonight. God himself came as Jesus and he died for you. He died for you. He did the scariest thing on this planet. He died for you. He demonstrated. Look, he took it to the streets. He didn't do it privately behind some closed doors. He took it to the streets with arms wide open, humiliated, beat, bruised for our transgressions. By his wounds, we were healed publicly. He demonstrated. There was a demonstration of his love. You know why? Because he could have probably pointed at the world and went, zap, saved. But he did it differently. Why? Because he wanted every person to know. Oh, he knew it would be the best story ever told. How God came down from heaven and gave himself. How they nailed him. How they beat him. How, they, how, how his great drops of blood fell to the ground. He knew it would be the greatest story. See, they can't get rid of it. They take the Bibles out of school. And they take the Bibles out of everywhere else. And they take it. But you know what? You can't get rid of Jesus. He just keeps popping on up. You know what? It's the biggest demonstration in history. He demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners not even not even when you he didn't say i'm going to demonstrate it after you get saved or after you do my commandments or after this that even while we were yet sinners he demonstrated his love for us he said look i'm going to make the first move you're a mess but i'm coming after you 
I will make the first move. You know when, because there was tension between God and man. There was, there was, uh, uh, remember over when Jesus came, the, the angel said, he said, lo, you know, and, and all this stuff. Peace and goodwill toward man. The battle between heaven and earth was over. God ended it. Oh, if we could get that lesson alone to go say I'm sorry first. Even when he didn't do anything, he didn't need to say sorry. And furthermore, he didn't even need us. He wanted us. He did it to show his love for us. A demonstration is the act or circumstance or proven or being proved conclusively. Conclu- it's conclu- it is finished. Conclusively. Conclusively. It is finished as by reason or show of evidence. Come on, how many's got the evidence tonight? Oh, I'm glad I got the evidence. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't have to really go down the street skipping and singing, Jesus, Jesus. You know what? I've got real evidence in my life. Like I've been set free. My chains are gone tonight. He brought me out of a pit. I don't know where I'd be if it had not been for the hand of the Lord that was on my side. Come on, somebody. Evidence. I'm talking about real, tangible Evidence. I can see where God moved over here, and I can see where he moved back there, and I wouldn't be here, 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 or here if it wasn't for God right there. Evidence. I look back over my life, and I think, what in the world kind of life am I living, Lord? What are you, what are you allowing me to do? How, is, how are you fitting so much into one life? Because I'm going to be honest with you. We all get the same 24 hours in a day. And I wonder how some people can do so much and some people can do so little. We get to choose. That's why we get to choose. We, guess what, get to demonstrate back to God what he did for us, how much that means. That's why I go a little crazy during worship. That's why I don't mind falling to my knees because, you know, that ain't a show. I fall to my knees at my house. I fall on my kitchen. I fall. I don't care where it is. I fall anywhere to my knees at the name of Jesus. Whew. What happened to the holiness of God and the reverence of God? He's done so much for us. I want to talk to you tonight about being loved by Jesus. Because when we see this great love and when we see the the cross and how he demonstrates it, how he he walks it out, knowing that from day one, his ending was that cross and then coming up through the grave and the battle in hell and all the rest of it and getting beat, publicly humiliated. He knew the end of the story was not too good. Well, the the next to the end of the story. Now, he knew the very end of the story, and you and I do too, turned out very good. And that's how we are also able to walk through these situations because we know the end of this thing and if it's not good it's not over come on turn to your neighbor say if it's not good it's not over because all things are what working together for the good of those who are in Christ Jesus so if it is not good yet then it's not over yet that's a slapping point and a clapping point right there you better bless the name of the Lord it's not over yet if it ain't good and the Bible says to fight the good fight of faith what's a good fight A good fight is one that you win. He says, fight the good fight of faith. We win this one. 
To be loved by Jesus changes us. It changes our life. It changes our perspective. It changes everything. You know, it makes sin even look less appealing. Because it's out there. There's temptation all around us, even to do the minute, most stupid things. But he makes sin less appealing. And I'll say it further and further, more and more and more less appealing as we go. Because I look back and I think, my Lord, what was I thinking, Lord? Where, well, I wish you would have got me sooner. Why, what was I thinking when I was doing these things? It makes us want to sin less. It, it makes it okay to walk alone. How many's ever had to walk alone? Alone don't sound good until you've got a friend that's six closer than a brother. Then alone is just fine. Whoo, I'm going to say it for somebody in the back. Alone sounds pretty scary and pretty lonely while you're on the, uh, the back side of the desert. But when you realize that you're never alone. My Lord, I was on the way back from somewhere uh, one time. And I got back. I was in the car. And I had a pretty good drive. And I thought to myself, I am, I am all alone in this car right now. I'm like, you know, and I was in a different city and, and all this place. And I just felt, have you ever just felt alone physically? Like, I just feel like I'm, and I never feel that way. I like, I go out to eat all the time by myself. I don't care. I'm not, you know, I'm not that person that has to be with people. But in that moment, I felt so alone. And you know that Carrie Job song came on the radio. And it said, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. You will go before me. You will never leave me. I'm not alone. I am not alone. You will go before me. You will never leave me. And I just burst into tears driving down the road. And I thought, you know, I'll never be alone for the rest of my life. That's a lie from the devil. You are not alone. You, th this thing is not over. This thing ain't ending badly. You are not back to into a corner. You can't get out. That is a lie straight from the devil. It is a lie straight from the devil. You are not alone. It gives you a peace that surpasses understanding when you know. When you know, I'm talking about knowing. I'm talking about not like I feel, you know, like one day I feel loved and one day I, I don't feel God anywhere. I'm talking about I wake up in the morning knowing, knowing. Well, how do you know, Josh? Because I've drilled these scriptures down onto the inside of me. And it wasn't easy because I knew that I didn't deserve it. I was one of the most undeserved people of God's love. But I, I continue to say those scriptures. Even while I was yet out in sin, God came and died for me. Whosoever believeth and calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And, and all these things. Stay with the vine. You are the vine. He's the vine. We're the branches. And all these things, I would just get it into my mind and roll it over and over and over. Just like Joshua 1.8. Meditate on this word when? Once a year at Christmas and Easter. On your birthday, every three Sundays. No, meditate on it day and night. Why? Because the enemy is out roaming like a lion, like a lion, trying to devour those whom he can. And who are those who he can? The ones who he's talked off into a corner, talking about, oh, you're nothing. You're never going to make it. Just, just get off here over here by yourself. Just get off over here by yourself. Nobody likes you anyway. 
Just get if 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 he can get you by yourself, where you think you're alone, alone, alone. Get inspired. Order Josh Paul's newest book entitled Closer to the Father. It's a daily prayer devotional and fasting journal. Each day, you'll be guided through a prayer that will grow your faith and deepen your relationship with God. You'll receive daily motivation to be your best as you journey deeper into prayer. God loves when you pray bold prayers. Get your copy by visiting joshpaul.org or call 1-800-722-8714. Order now. You're just 21 days away from a closer walk with the Father. Don't get in that position. That's why we need community. That's why we need each other. That's why the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Because he knew that we would need him and we would need each other. We need each other. You know, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. When I first started out in ministry, I said, oh, it's me and God, me and God. I don't need nobody, me and God, me and God. But I found out along the way, I can't do it all. I can't do this and play that and the drums too and take Steve's bass and be a, and play a harmonica and all the time and, and do the rest and got my boom and I, I can't do it all and neither can you. But we try to pretend like we can and like we don't need each other. And we, you know, we need, the, there's people running cameras that you can't see. There's people in the sound booth right now tonight. There's people down at the, at the TV station. I will never see their face, but they're airing our show on, you know, this city and that city and all over the place and it takes all of us what's the bible say unity there's power in love and unity we got to get back to that we got to get back to that unity part where i take your hand and you take mine not because we're the same, not because we're the same color or we're the same denomination or not because we're the same neighborhood or anything because I'm a child of God and you are too. And that's, see, that's why I have such a problem with America right now. And I ain't going to go too deep into this. But there is division everywhere you look. This color, that color, this gang, that gang, political party, political party. It's nothing but division. And you know who brings division? I don't think I have to say his name, but I will. Satan brings division he is the one that brings us and we we begin fighting but if we would start sitting down we would start to realize we've got more in common than we thought we've got a whole lot more in common you know all of our blood is red on the inside we all hurt the same we all bleed the same we all go through the same things i may go through it differently than you go through it and you may have seen some stuff that you should have never seen but guess what so have i and we're both going to make it. You help me and I'm going to help you. And we're going to walk with God. And we're going to get through this. Amen. Come on somebody. Amen. We're going to make it through this. And we ain't just going to uh, survive it. We're going to thrive in it. I'm ready to see a thriving church. I I don't want to just squeeze by. I don't want to squeeze in it. I don't want to just squeeze into the promised land. I want a demonstration. I want a rally. God demonstrated for me. Oh, my Lord. You know, he did. Did you know the triumphant entry? He came in as low as it was on a donkey, but they laid down. They laid down their coats, and they laid down this, and, and his donkey and him, and they came riding across it. 
He came parading in on a donkey. Y'all about to see me parading around looking a little crazy too. Because you know what? I know the end. And I know the one who writes the end. And I know that we don't have to be scared anymore. The secret's out, devil. All you have is fear and tricks and lies. That's it. You have no actual power because guess what? Oh, I'm going to say it loud so he can hear me in hell. Jesus took your power. You have no power over me, over my life, over my family, over my finances. Satan does not have power over me. Does he have power over you? No. Not unless you give it to him. Not unless you give it to him. Somebody just got the key right there to your own door. It's about to slam. Somebody is about to go home and slam the door in the devil's face tonight. See, you thought you had to leave it open. No, it's time to slam the door to the devil. But, yeah, you know, we like to do this with people, too. We like to keep one foot in just in case we, we, we need the devil for something. You know, don't, don't think I know what y'all don't do. We keep that little door in because we think, oh, I'll miss out on this or I'm going to miss out on that or I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, let's say life is boring and I need to be out in the club and I need to be out wherever or whatever it is. You know, we all deal with the different things. We like to keep one foot in just in case. Christian, it's time to get your foot out of the door. It's time to slam the door in the face of the devil. It's time to say no to sin. It's time to talk about sin in church again. It's time to repent and say, Lord, forgive me because I am a hot mess and I mess up every day. But here I am again. Listen to this. I love this so, so much. First John, First John 4 and 7, it says, Beloved, <laughs> let us love one another for love is of God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Can you guys, I don't know if this is possible, can you just put the word beloved up on the screen? Beloved. Is there a way to just put beloved? Beloved, let us love one another For love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Listen to this. I want you to hear the the definition of beloved, beloved, greatly loved, dear to the heart, a person who is greatly loved. I melted in my chair earlier when I read that. God calls me and you. He calls you his beloved. That is what he just called you. Beloved is be loved. That he's even telling you what to do. Be loved. Be loved by me. Beloved, be loved. Be loved. Be loved. We think we have so many jobs in the kingdom, but our main job is to be loved. Beloved. Be loved. I want to sit right there a second. Be loved. And I know that's hard for some of us because we didn't grow up in a home where there was love or, or we, we, we haven't experienced this or, or we've been walked out on so many times that it's hard to trust. I'm talking to the church people right now. We've got stabbed in the back before, so we, 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 we take those feelings we got from others and we put it on God and we wonder, we wonder, we wonder, we wonder, God, are you going to walk out too? Are you going to be one of the ones that walks out too? Because if you are, let's just cut it off now. 
I don't know about y'all. I'm one of those. Let's just deal with it. If it's going to happen, just get out and I'll get out too and just deal with it. But you know what? He's telling you tonight. He said, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. You try your craziness on me again. I'm going to pour more love on you. You try your craziness again next week. I'm going to be chasing you down every road because I love you. Be loved. Be still and be loved. Be still and be loved. Beloved. What's it say? It says, beloved, let us love one another. We can't love one another correctly if we can't be loved first. That's why it starts out with be loved and then love others. Be loved. Be loved. Love one another. These are simple, simple, basic. But we got to. Craig was out in the hallway earlier talking about. You know what? We've got to take this back to the simple gospel. We've got to take this all the way back to ground zero, all the way back to in the beginning. There was God, and there was the Word, and the Word was with God, and God was the Word, and He loved us because. In that he demonstrated he died for us while we were yet sinners. Isn't it interesting that Christ died long before we even arrived on the earth? See, because I'm I'm dramatic. I'm real dramatic, and all my friends know that. I like to make things, I like to do things big. And so I would have probably waited till the end of the world and I would have showed up. If I was God, I would have showed up in all my glory. And I would have had a spaceship cross come down from heaven and blow America apart. And I would have slung myself out on it. And I would have probably chopped off my own head or something. I, who knows what? It would have been traumatic. Oh, y'all said talking about blasphemy now. Just leave me alone. I, I'm dramatic. But that's not, he didn't save it till the end. He done it before you ever even got here. He done it before. He didn't save it for some big show off thing. He came riding in on a donkey. Got buried in a borrowed tomb. Didn't even own his own tomb. In a borrowed tomb. Why? For your love and for your sin for you, for me, so he could take our sin. Come on, this is basic gospel principle. Christ died because he loved us. And we've got to get that in these last days. We've got, I'm talking about, we've got to know it and understand it and rest in it. We can't be wrestling with it anymore. Does he love me? Does he not? Have I done too much wrong? Have I done too much right? Have I got all my check marks on the Sunday morning? No, you are just walking with God. You're just walking with him, walking in the blessing. What a sweet spot it is to just be walking with God. My Lord, be loved. Be loved. That's my message to you tonight. That's God's message to you tonight. Be loved. And listen to this. God's not just telling us who we are in this word, be loved, but it is telling us whose we are. And we hear that all the time, you know, who I am and whose I am and who I am. God's telling us who we are. We're his beloved. But listen, he goes on to say, he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, so that's our litmus test. 
In this, the love of God was manifested toward us. Toward What's that mean, toward us? When somebody throws a dollage ball at you, it comes towards you. God's love is hurling at you. It's coming towards you. God's love is coming toward you. That God has sent his only, he sent his only begotten son of the world. That we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we loved God. Come on, listen to me, somebody. Not that we got a bumper sticker and a, uh, uh, you know, a necklace and a T-shirt that says, I love Jesus. No, no, that's not what this says. It says, in this, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. I want to stop right there. That word propitiation, I may not even be saying it right. But I looked it up in the thesaurus because it didn't even have a, uh, it didn't even have a, a dictionary definition. But it said another word like propitiation is payment. It's payment. Payment. Jesus was our payment. Your payment's not late. Your payment was made on time. You already, you know, have you ever seen the been layaway bills they got down at Lowe's and Walmart and stuff and you make payments on it up until Christmas because you, the ones you love, you're trying to get these things for them and to get the, you know, your payment is paid. God paid your payment. We had a payment that we could not pay, but God paid the payment. First John four seventeen, love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. I want to read that again. Love has been perfected, listen to me, among us in this. He said it's been perfected in this right here, this right here, that we may have boldness. And not just if we, come on, listen to me. If we can have boldness on that day, how much more boldness can we have standing here today? If we know that we're going to be standing back and be all bold when I stand in front of God, not, come on somebody, not because of my sin and my righteousness, but I can stand there. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus and boldness and power. Why are more Christians not standing up in boldness and power in this hour when the, the, the America and the, I'm going to go ahead and say this too. The church needs Jesus to come back into the church. I'll just leave that right there. If whew, you got to, if you're watching this today or listen, you've got to get into a church where they talk about Jesus, how much He loves you, and how He died for you. We, I ain't trying to go to no political rally on Sunday morning. I don't want to hear about uh, George Bush or Clinton or Trump or whoever else they got out there. I want to hear the name of Jesus lifted high. That's who I want to hear when I come to. It's time to open the doors and invite Jesus back in. Because I've been to some of y'all churches because we go to all over America. And, uh, you know, I, I, I wasn't sure if he was there on some of them or not. But that ain't on my business. First John four seventeen. If we can have boldness that day, why can't we have it today? There is no fear in love. And I'm almost through. There's no fear in love. There's no fear in love. And so if you've been, I'm not even going to ask who. I'm going to ask what. What have you been fearing? Because that's not a who, it's an all. Because he comes against every one of us. 
Satan comes against every one of us in fear. Oh, 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 you're going to lose this over here. That's not going to be yours for very long. Oh, yeah, you, you got this promotion, but you ain't going to keep it. You're going to ruin it. Uh, or, 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 you know, you're, you're gonna, your family's going to fall apart, or you're going to lose your house, or, you know, God, you're, you're going to die tomorrow. He will tell us any crazy thing that we were able to listen to. Oh, the devil loves a platform, but don't you dare give him one. The devil loves to whisper in your ear, but it's time to close the flap. I'll turn so so you practice. Sorry, devil. You're going to have to throw that mess somewhere else. I ain't got room for it here. I'm too full. I'm too, the one one translation of anointing means fat. I'm too fat for you, devil. I ain't got no more room. I'm fat. I'm getting the anointing. I ain't got no more room. I can't hold your trash. I'm full. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm full of his goodness. I'm full of his blessings. I'm full of the word of God. I'm fat. I'm anointed. You're anointed to preach the gospel, to stand bold, child of God, man of God, woman of God. This is the hour. You are equipped. You are wonderful in his sight. The the Bible says he had a plan for you before you even got here. He lined all this up. You're here right on time. You're here on assignment. You're here on purpose. And that thing that you've been fearing to step out into is the very place that you are supposed to be. You know why you're fearing it so bad? Because the devil knows that when you step into your destiny and when you step into your purpose, oh, hell, it loses. It loses souls. It loses. It loses ground. It loses. Hell loses when you step up and be the child of God that you're supposed to be. What makes them mad? But you know what? We got to get over ourselves. We got to get over what people think. And we got to know. We got to know that we are his beloved. We got to know it. We are loved so incredibly much. Just say it. I am loved. I am loved by the creator of the universe. I am cherished. See, some of us feel uncomfortable even saying things like this because we're not even sure if we believe it. We say it, but then the devil automatically whispers, but you know what you did. But you know what you used to do. Oh, I'm sure God loves you, but mm, you're not really qualified. You know, not like those other really religious people. No, God loves you got to bring it back to the simple gospel that he came he died he rose but don't get it twisted it's not about us it's all about him it's all about jesus uh put john three sixteen up on the on the screens for me and go ahead and stand to your feet tonight for god so loved he so loved so, god so loved this is one of the verses I learned in uh, you know Sunday school when my mom was the teacher and she drugged me to Sunday school every single Sunday and I had to learn the songs and then Zacchaeus was a wee little man a wee little man he turned up for God so loved the world that he gave he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We can rest in that tonight. 
Whoever believes in the name of Jesus, whoever believes, whoever calls out, who the Bible says over in Acts, it says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. There is a way, and there is one way, and his name is Jesus. It's not Josh Paul's way or Anchor Ridge way or the band's way. It ain't Muhammad's way. I can promise you that. It ain't Allah. Allah's dead and gone, baby. You can go visit his tomb. But my God's tomb is empty tonight. It's empty. And he's sitting on the throne. And fear is not sitting on the throne. Because my God took his place. And he went down to hell and he took the keys to death, hell, and the grave. And he rose up in power and glory. And guess what? He brought you up with him. When he rose, you rose. And we all laying on the ground like, oh, God, help me. Oh, Lord, I can't do this. Get up. Get up in the name of Jesus. I'm talking to your soul. I'm talking to your spirit. I'm talking to your inner man tonight. I'm talking about somebody who's been laying by a pool for 38 years talking about oh I can't get the help I need you've got the help you need in Jesus Christ you have everything you need ask God what do I have that I can put to work for you ask God what can I do to be a blessing to others ask God what's the best way to get souls into the kingdom God help me to do it finance it give me a way show me a way tell me what to do and I'll do it somebody needs to hear this it's time to stop wasting time I'll say it again. It's time to stop wasting time. It's time to stop wasting time. You get one shot on this earth. One. And you're in it right now. What are you going to do with the rest of it? Lord, equip us tonight. Equip us. Lord, with the knowledge of your love. With the knowledge of your faithfulness. With the wisdom to know that you are always with me. I'm your beloved. We are your beloved. And we will be loved by you. We will be loved by you. God, I pray that you would help us in these last days. I pray that you would help us stand strong. I pray that you would help us to get our priorities straight. Lord, there's so many things out of order in the, in the world. It's causing chaos all around us, and we don't even know what's going on this day or that way, and sometimes we don't even know what day it is. But, God, I pray that you would give us a supernatural compass, a supernatural strategy, a supernatural schedule. Lord, I pray that you would show us what to do, when to do it, how to do it, with precision and with excellence, and to be all that we can be in these last days for you. Come what may. We will stand. We will stand for you, Lord. Equip us tonight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And we thank you for your word. Let it be implanted deep on the inside of us as it goes out to the nations. Lord, as it goes out to the people in this room tonight. As I feel your love standing here tonight knowing that I don't have to try more and I don't have to preach 10 or 15,000 more sermons. Like right now, I can never be loved more than you love me right now. It's impossible because you've already given me all of it. I'm not earning more along the way. I've already got it all. I'm equipped. I'm loved. And I 
Thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. I receive it. And all that you would call me and have me be, be it done unto me, Lord. Be it done unto me. In Jesus' name. I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list too. We give away free gear and products and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Until next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.